Welcome to Fashion Designers Get Paid, a podcast for burnt out fashion designers who want to ditch the toxic rat race, say bye-bye to backstabbing bosses, and work with brands who value and respect them. I'm your host, Heidi, and I believe that you can do things differently in your fashion career. Because the truth is, most industry jobs will underpay and overwork you, and having your own brand is far from profitable. Let's also be honest, most of them fail. So if you actually want to, well, be a fashion designer and get paid, the best way to do it is as a freelancer. Now, maybe you've been told that brands don't accept remote freelancers or that freelancing means being an exploited temp employee working full-time without benefits. Or to work freelance, you have to be a rock star expert with all the skills from design through development. I'm going to show you that it is possible to be a real freelancer in fashion, work remotely with brands you love, and make money, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers. You got this, and I'm here to help you do it. If you're learning Clothe 3D or another new industry skill, how do you build your freelance career alongside that? Do you have to wait until you've mastered the software to finally put yourself out there and say, here I am, I'm accepting new clients? Spoiler alert, you do not. You can actually build your freelance career while you learn Clo or some other big industry skill. And the process is super simple. It involves sharing your journey publicly, both the good, bad, and ugly of everything that you're learning. It's super easy to do this on LinkedIn, my current platform of choice. And you can engage and share what you're working on, start authentic conversations, and connect with brands who someday may need your services. What you'll hear on this episode of Fashion Designers Get Paid is a clip from a strategy session with one of my fast students, Sharon Hay. Coming from the tech industry, Sharon is breaking into fashion and learning clothes to get started. I talk her through the strategies of how she can kickstart her freelance career now and grow her network so that clients are lined up ready for her services once she has those clothes skills under her belt. Let's get to it. Hey, real quick, before we jump into the episode, if you're sick of being tied to a desk and want more freedom in your day, I want to help you. Snag my free limited time training, How to Freelance in Fashion, even if you're terrified you don't have all the answers, to learn my five-step freelancing framework so you can work for yourself in fashion and get paid. Get instant access at sohidy.com slash freelance. We'll link it in the show notes. All right, now let's get started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wonder, like, your suggestions on that piece of how, if you were me, what would be like your daily steps to get to you know a year from now where like hey, yeah. I'm burst on clothes, I know it, I can offer it, I can have like you know people underneath my umbrella to offer that too. Um, but also there's other parts of the business they might need. They might need sourcing or some yeah. kind of process or production work. Um, I think, you know, to go back to your first question, which was like, should I come in as like 3D and PM or like, am I managing the whole project? Like, what does this look like? I think it's really going to be dependent on what types of brands you ultimately want to and ultimately wind up working with. So um, I don't know how far you are in fast, but the whole customer research process, have you gone through that at all? Module two, or like at least maybe watch some of the videos to kind of understand that. Yes, I did do that originally. I was um, when I was working sort of to get my voice um, doing, um, you know, story brand and marketing. So basically, okay, yeah. So it's basically they were um, they were not starting out, but they had some sort of funding and they are ready to ramp up brands. Right. So it's really going to depend, right? Because if you are going into, let's say, a medium or even like a large established brand to offer Clo services, there's a likelihood that that's what they're going to want you to do is just Clo, yeah. right? Because yeah. they have the right. infrastructure. Right. Um, if you're going in to work with 
like smaller up and coming brands that maybe have done a collection or two or have some funding or like who knows what, then likely they would want you to do quite a bit more, including Clo and sourcing and, and man, and they you could like essentially offer them a lot of the execution, but also just like a big like consulting packages package, right? Yeah. Um, so it's the services are going to look very different depending on the type of brand. And I think that that's dependent on, uh, here's what I'll say. From what I know and what I see in the market, Clo, there's a lot of opportunities for Clo in any type of brand. Um, because it is, it's, it's getting to be less so, but it is such like a highly desired skill because not that many people have it because it has such a steep learning curve, right? And it's new-ish. Um, and I think there's been a lot of, you know, there's other 3D softwares out there and it's kind of like the race of like, who's going to actually catch on. And I believe in my heart of hearts that Clo is the winner and is going to continue to be the winner as opposed to like yeah. browser to attack. So I think that there's still opportunity in any type of brand. It's going to be a matter of like, what type of brands do you want to work with and what might be the easiest ones to um, ultimately sell your services. You know, if you want to do this whole agency model, which I know is sort of like your one-year goal, um, it's I'm gonna, kind of, yeah, it's kind of yes and no. I mean, okay. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit like, okay, agency model, great, but maybe that, maybe that's be a little over. Maybe that's not what I ultimately should be doing because I just Why? think of that agent. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's like multi-managing people and partners. That's kind of like why I see the agency model. As, okay. But you said that I, you're really good at that. That's a lot of your background though. So do you yeah, just not want yeah. to do it? Um, I think I just, what I don't want to do is write stakeholder reports. Okay. I'm not sure you're going to have to do that. <laughs> I was like, used to work in tech companies. You know, it's like I don't think it's going to be that. Okay. Um, but, but I, but here's the other thing too. Like I don't, I, I want to preface this conversation with those are some of the nuances that you're going to have to think about for the long term, but you don't have to make a decision today. And I think that you have a tremendous opportunity to take a lot of action alongside your journey to learn Clo so that as you, you know, become proficient and are ready to offer your services to the world, it's not like all of a sudden, oh, here's Sharon, who the heck is she, right? Um, yeah. I think that, you know, optimizing your profile and profile and LinkedIn. And I think that what you can do is like make it a journey that everybody gets to go alongside with you. Right. I mean, if we, I don't know how many, if you've ever listened to any podcast episodes, um, that go way back in, in the library. Um, but I used to, now we've exclusively focused on freelancing, but we used to interview, I say we, I used to interview, um, brand founders and employees and like anybody in fashion kind of, right. And a lot of the brand founders that I interviewed would talk about, you know, they don't just all of a sudden one day come out and like, here's my product, right? They're posting all the time, sharing the behind the scenes, showing this is the prototype and like, here's, we're doing the fitting and da da da, we're picking out the fabric, right? And so I think there's a massive, and, and that people love seeing the behind the scenes, right? And like yeah. going along the journey with you. And so I think that there's a tremendous amount of opportunity to share your experience and take some screenshots and then maybe even like a screenshot of like here I got stuck on this thing and then I figured it out because of this right um and 
you know, here was my render this week. And then here's my render three weeks later, like look at the before and after whatever, something like that, right. To show the the learning curve and the progress you're making and the nuances and the struggles, right. We all want to see the good. We also want to see the bad and like the vulnerable challenging side. So I think, and, and close such a visual learning opportunity, right. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it could be um, relatively easy to like, do this a couple times a week on LinkedIn, which I think is a, as you know, I'm very big on LinkedIn right now. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I love, I really like LinkedIn. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn person. I kind of always like, Oh, Instagram to me, which is like, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't resonate with me. What's your, what's your gram? What's the, what's your, what's the, like, what's, are you in the gram? I'm like, Oh, please don't make me go on the gram. Yeah. And I don't think so, you have to. Yeah, and and I I think it's such great advice, and I just want to say to everyone listening out there um, that your program is fabulous. Thank you, and, and, and I'm so glad I found it because it's like all these years, it's like can't there be something? It's like I, I mean, I was like a Porsche junkie, yeah. and I'm like I'm not finding the right one. I want to find uh, one about fashion and working uh, in fashion and doing the freelance, and why yeah. am I not finding it? Yeah, and all of a sudden, I don't know how it happened. I was. Perusing is, is in the computer. All of a sudden, you, there you were. I'm like, yeah. Hey, I was going to ask out of curiosity, where did Why you find it? Took it took you so long. Good <laughs> <laughs> to see you. Yeah. I don't. I you know I it was like know. it 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 just it just was there, and I'm like, and I and I was like, oh my god, I'm coming home. I finally found her. Like I clicked and I bought everything, and I'm uh. so glad you encircled it. So I said, so brilliant. But thank you for giving You're us welcome. the service. Yeah, I really I'm happy just to do every, it. everyone out there <laughs> sign up. <laughs> <laughs> You're very kind. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I think that like, and here's the other thing that I think is going to happen on LinkedIn with you. You're going to get the opportunity to engage with and talk with a ton of other people who are doing and learning Clo brands that are using it, brands that want to use it, and the amount of insight and intel that you're going to get into the nuances of like, you know, because Clo can be, um, can kind of lean more like 3D design mock-ups, and it can also lean more like pattern-making technical prototype type thing, right? Um, And I say that specifically because two students in FAST, Trudy Gardner and Sophia Luzon, they're both and they're both doing clothes 3D for lingerie, but Trudy is doing it. And they both released courses on clothes for lingerie at the same time. And they partnered and they like did their course launch together. And one of them is like clothes for lingerie design. And one of them is like clothes for lingerie pattern making and technical. So it's really interesting. But my point with that is that you'll start to learn like, what are these little nuances that like brands are looking for? And the startup brands might be looking for something different than like these more established brands, right? And these are just the nuances. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that, right? But but by being on LinkedIn, presenting yourself, and then just being really proactive to go and find these other people that are doing clothes, follow all the hashtags, and then start conversations and do, you know, some really great, genuine, authentic engagement on their posts and start these conversations and start learning and answering questions and or asking questions and maybe sometimes answering, right? And giving your perspective. Um, the amount of 
relationships that I think that you're built, that you'll build, and the amount of knowledge and just nuanced insights that you're going to get into the industry and how brands of different calibers are doing Clo and and how other freelancers are offering it and like what does the whole market look like is going to be insane um, as you build, right? And I I bet you could even get to the point where, you know, because you're like, oh, do I have to wait until I finish this program to actually get clients? I bet you could even nurture some relationships and get to the point, maybe even with startup brands who are perhaps a little bit tight on funds, you know, a few months into your journey, say, hey, you know what? Let me do this at like a trial rate because I'm still learning, right? And I think you could have some really cool opportunities to get some real life projects under your belt, which again would be an, another insane learning opportunity for you as you're continuing to learn the software, but then also just learning the nuances of like, what does this workflow look like with a brand, like going through the whole clo process, right? Yeah. Um, and so they've got a little skin in the game. They're going to pay you, but it's not like going to be your normal rate. And, and so it's a win for them because they're getting it at a trial rate. It's a win for you because the learning opportunity is huge. And you go in very transparent of like, I'm not an expert, but I'm learning and I would love to work with you and, and offer you this deal. Um, so I, I, I truly believe with the right engagement and interaction on LinkedIn, that is how your career is going to build. And it's not going to yeah. be like all of a sudden one day, like you put the open sign up for business, right? Yeah. Um, well, I love so, this journey. I don't know now, what that thinks. How, or I don't no, know what you think about that. Yeah. No, no, I love that. And I, you know, I was like yesterday, I was just kind of like, oh, I invented going, okay, it's this journey, but I, you know, I don't know about this journey. It's like, I'm not going to have this, this like, ta-da, I'm an expert on this close. So what am I going to do in between? So I love that advice where I can yeah. just like get out there and start talking to people. Just and talk just about make, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love doing the trial project too. That sounds like a really a great way to kind of jump in. Thanks so much for listening to the Fashion Designers Get Paid podcast. If this episode inspired you in any way to get out of the mass-produced rat race and get your fashion career out of the hands of toxic corporate bosses, just like one of my students did, Alexandra, who makes more money in one day of freelancing than she did in two weeks at her old industry job. Yes, true story. I'd love to help you take control of your own destiny as a freelance fashion designer or TD, PD, pattern maker, etc. Get instant access to my free limited time training at soheidi.com slash freelance. We'll link it up in the show notes. And of course, make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. We release new episodes every Monday to help inspire you for or help you get through the week ahead. You got this. Me and my team are rooting for you.